I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Duck? Oh, God! Oh, Jesus You know what sucks? Oh, here it is. Beyond Mike's ex-girlfriend, not starting the show. So we're starting it. Hi, welcome to Rose Mortimer. Uh, oh, uh, I'm Mike. I will be your Cody for this evening. Say it again, Mike. I'm Mike. All right, good. Now, we're all yes, here. We yes. all know the deal, okay? If you're new to the show, I don't know what to tell you. But the show's important. It's about history. Now, don't let our energy... And perhaps drunken state confuse you. This uh-huh, is an uh-huh. educational podcast. I'm straight but edge. Tom, history's boring. It sure is. And that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. That's why we drink. We're drinking, but drinking isn't really what brings it together. What brings it together is family, values, morality. My week. Some people right. some people call that a gathering. Yes. Of juggalo. Hashtag could be <laughs> gathering of juggalo. Oh, you went that direction. Yep. Uh so anyway, uh guys, how's it going? It's yeah, it's going great. Yeah. Cody, I noticed you're on the road. How's your week going? How's the driving? Good. I'm great. I'm not I'm not doing I'm more of a rider. I'm more shotgun uh companion. Well the road uh, thanks the tw- you. Yeah. yeah. Hate. <laughs> yep, you got it. Serving so you I'm, I'm just fucking lobbing softballs for you guys all goddamn week. <laughs> um but yeah, it was uh, I've I've been exposed to all manners of gyration, be it plane and or road trip. And uh, th- like this weird crouton like came loose from my belly button. It was like, ooh, like Ew. weird because like of all just like the vibrations and such. It's I should have said it, but I didn't. <laughs> Wait, something <laughs> physically came out of your belly button? Yeah, like, it was like a little like crouton cr- thing. Ew. It's because it was like shaking loose or something. Let's get that checked out, dude. I Trust <laughs> the me, they've cut me open twice. They find anything good in there? From things coming out of your belly button, though? Oh, it can't. Like, was it, actually was out it the of other your belly button? Like, 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 like someone fucked your belly button? He's like that episode of Ren and Stimpy, where there's a whole universe of the guy who's green, and he's just like, I'm the Grinch. Oh, and yeah. The- belly button lint, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, something like that. Wait, so, Cody, where are you? Where in the world is Cody San Diego? New Orleans. Okay. Oh, shoot. What is it like to drink outside uh, on your balcony, and everyone goes, drink more? We love it, this inebriated state, and our AA haven't done that. Packed. Haven't done that yet, but did have like the drinky beignets this morning. Uh, for those of you that don't know, my um, uncultured ass is just going to call them like cheesecake pop tarts. And uh, I was drinking like an Irish uh, iced coffee out on the curb under an umbrella, and it was lovely. And I I adore this place. Well, that's you know I'm glad you brought that up because that's like the sensibility, the sensible listener. You know, the 45 year old woman. That's really Cody. You bring that demographic. Yeah, here. I nailed that, that demographic. That kind of that's yeah. you guys are welcome. I bring those people to the table. Cody, and we all we I, all benefit I, from Cody it. Cody has so been fuck docu- you, and yeah. you're welcome. Yeah, Cody <laughs> needs to go. He's been documenting documenting every home goods along the route. They mm-hmm. stop. Five, I've been taking picture of food like nonstop. Home goods. I'm not surprised. Anyway, that's nice to hear. I'm glad you're having a fun time in Nala. Get yourself a po' boy. And speaking of po' boy, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so How's it going? How's I the do. investments? Uh, uh, they're, they're a little. You know how I don't know. I mean, to break it down in layman's terms for you, uh, thank simple you, simple folk. Okay, they're doing great. 
They're doing great. I don't even worry about it. Don't even look at anything I send you. <laughs> I'm personally not worried. Please at all. don't look at it <laughs> oh, because no, you're going to be yeah, we're good. too excited and maybe uh, make something a really bad decision. So, okay. Uh, I love that bank statement we got, guys. Where it's like your investment statement, and like where it's going. Yeah, good. Yeah. A lot of red. Yeah, it's it's uh it's doing fine. I don't even worry about yeah, it. A red, good in red. For those of you <laughs> who don't know or miss this on the show, uh, there's no joke here. Cody and Travis have provided Mike with six thousand dollars to invest, and uh, he's doing Sorry. great. <laughs> as great. he said, I'm doing. Yeah, I'm not doing bad. Amazing. It's not doing bad. Right. I'd say that it's, it could be better. As you can see, in the, the market's been kind of If you're shaky. paying attention to market, shaky. <laughs> Mike, anyway. you got to thrive in that goddamn like bear market. You know what I mean? Yes. You just uh, have to like make friends with your fellow bears and just nestle in and just be like, "Here, here I come, bottom." I think Warren Buffett used to say, um, "Can't get rich be, fast. Be be greedy when others are fearful and have sex with their wives." Is that true? While everyone else is being greedy. You might be paraphrasing, but I remember that. Yeah. Warren Buffett's a scam artist. Uh, yes. Speaking of which, oh. uh, <laughs> Travis, how are you? Uh, you know, I'm doing good. By the time you hear this, I'll be back in, in Portland. But I know I mentioned on the last episode, I am two days away from driving across country with my cat. Um, yeah. And the thing that I realized, uh, you know, I obviously I didn't plan this, but there's this whole thing called Brood X cicadas. All them cicadas is gonna be oh, out. Oh yeah! I just oh, got yeah. a new car. Be fun. They I'm... don't. They they don't even shit though. What? They just fly around. They just fly around. Yeah, they're gonna fly they are, into my they... fucking grill. That'll oh, they be are fun. the shit. You're they a super shit. Yeah. Tough car. I'm just. I'm just imagining getting out of fucking. You know, eat uh, Illinois and just like having to, you know, get all the Pancake vents. I don't know how cicada. cars work really. I pipe out events with cleaners. You can't trick me. Now, when you hit these cicadas, they have a shiny shell. You can make little belt buckles, novelty belt buckles, not real belts. Okay. Yeah. Start your like a cat. Oh, Portland cicada. (laughs) It's all coming together. Well, natural too. I did learn that apparently there's a lot of people talking about eating them cicadas. And I'm all down to eat them. But if you got a shrimp allergy, which obviously I don't because I love my shrimp. Mm-hmm. You can eat them, and they taste like wood shrimp. Ugh. Wood shrimp? Yeah, like I woody I don't, shrimp. I don't think so. I don't think it's going to taste like I wood. I need someone who's not you to sell me on that, honestly. Right, I think it's going to taste like a bunch of weird things in one. You want someone else? Oh, I'm Pierre Le Travous. Eat them oh, are you impersonating someone? Yeah. Hey, Twitch, they're Stop on. French hate. <laughs> yeah. They did it. Every guy well, the Grande did it at French. show. Con- congratulations, Travis. You're going back to Portland. Um... How do you feel? Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's really fine. That's really where your Subaru belongs. Okay. <laughs> wow. Tom, speaking of lesbian Subarus, that, <laughs> that didn't work. That was amazing segue. <laughs> I'll take it. I really will. My life is in utter turmoil. Uh, my <laughs> professional life is it's possibly the worst thing I've ever experienced, to be honest with you. Truly, it is not. It is not good. There's no joke to be had about how my week has been. I have been waking up to emails from Koreans who make lots of money telling Uh me what to do, who don't even know what a thing is. For example, I believe their their um their video editor they've hired off of TikTok. (laughs) So uh, as I work with them and ask for uh, maybe sample rates and bit rates, technical stuff. Trust me on this. They go, huh? (laughs) (laughs) 
I, so I, I truly, say. I truly am ready to retire. I've never aged so quickly in the course of a month. I am brittle. I am atrophy. I'm going to Got start a GoFundMe. Just stop showing up, Tom. <sighs> they come to my door. <laughs> they are they are Three's Company theme song. Come and knock on our door. We're going to fuck you in the mouth at five o'clock in the morning. That's exactly what their agenda is, and it's fine. So anyway, <laughs> I'm going to start. This is news, though. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. Um, it's going to be right to the point. The Tom's job is retarded fund. <laughs> now, I'm going to set a, a bar like of this. $4 million. If I reach this goal, I will take my entire salary this year and donate it to Mike's foundation. Oh, please. For children who are learning about investing. <laughs> now, if you want to make a good, good donation, that's right. where you should put your money. This is, this is, uh, it's true. So I will do that generous thing where I take my money. Just like Donald J. Trump, he didn't take any money for doing a great job. He, oh, wow. he put it back into the system, right? So I will put my money back into the system if I can obtain $4 million. Is Mike's donation, is, is his charity fund called Step Brothers and Step Sisters? If you want it to be. Because of the porn? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't be about porn. It'd be about uh, Step Brothers and Step Sisters getting along. I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. going to. Oh, no, I lost my socks. In the laundry. <laughs> Mike, help yeah. me. I'm over 18 years old. I'm going to reach out to Johnny Sins, and we're going to work on a uh, donation, a charity together. It's going to be about making sure all the kids get dessert. And it's going to be called Johnny Cinnabons. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Sins. Extra glaze. Extra glaze. That's, this is that's terrible. That's the face I want to see. You know what? I think we have history. That's what yeah. needs to happen yeah. right now. Yeah. We had enough this of these jokes. This is gold. This is gold, though. If you really want me to take this away from you, I will. I think you need to, because I'm stewing. I'm truly mad. Cody, it's time for the boring history. Yeah, All right. God. So on our mortician <laughs> okay, slap tonight, class. we have the one, the only, Stanley Clifford Wayman, a.k.a. the New York Mimic, also known as the Brooklyn Chameleon. Ew. You intrigued? I think I've heard of this guy your before. Fancy? I'm disgusted. A Brooklyn chameleon? Right. I think I've heard of this guy. I thought it was just Andrew yeah. Dice Clay. I thought he was alive. No, no, no. This is not Andrew Dice Clay. Guy. Okay, well. Um, I like the notion of a Brooklyn chameleon just having like a, a pavement uh, cigarette butt and like stuck gum pattern in its repertoire. Yeah, yeah. and it has, uh, like, what are they? Paeas on their ears. Payas? Payas. You. You with the <laughs> rice on your like head. That. You know, this I mean, is not the first time you've talked about rice on the side of people's heads. I'm just saying, maybe if you want to stay warm in wintertime, you're up in northern Maine, you put a paella in your leave, hat. Leave them alone. Leave all the Honda Odyssey driving people alone. Cody, continue. <laughs> Stanley Clifford Wayman is his most notable name, not his birth name. So I want you guys to get excited for this episode because we got silly impersonations Easily charmed and doofy military officers, and we have moronic country leaders. So okay, wait. We got okay. hijinks. We got hijinks coming in on this one. Hot. Okay. Do, so I'm imagining right now it's a man from Brooklyn. It's a man. He's got all these different masks on, Brooklyn. like Scooby Dookus, and he's like, "Oh, it wouldn't be. I would get away with it if I wasn't for kids." And they pull off the mask. It's like. <laughs> He's from Queens. No, he's from Staten Island. We will, in fact, be tying uh, cars for kids into the show somehow. Um, We don't know yet, but Brooklyn is a good start. And scam artist. Stanley Jacob Weinberg, born November 25th, 1890 in Brooklyn. That's his actual birth name, Stanley Jacob Weinberg. 
Um, in school, he was an honor student and received rewards for being an excellent debater. Okay. Oh, the debate team. Well, we. Yeah, if, the, if the last name didn't say enough in Cody's intro, he's Jewish. Really? Yep. Uh, I thought it was Weinberg gets in there. Oh, Latin man. All right. Well, he goes down to South America soon enough, Travis, but we'll get there. Um, 20th birthday rolls around, and his parents was like, hey, so uh, what do you want to do for a living? And he was just like, I want to go to Princeton, become a diplomat. Uh, I want to go to Harvard and study medicine. And then I want to become a doctor and then a lawyer. Oh, I should have done. So a lot of expensive shit. And his father, who wasn't necessarily lush with funds, was just like, Haha, how about fucking no with that? You know, oh. you go ahead and start receiving, you know, real life job experience. Put some of your own money aside and then pick one of those and then I'll help you out. Cody, you said a date. When's this asshole born? 1890? Uh, 1890, he was born. This is his 20th birthday, so you just assume it's 1910, right? Okay, 1910. All right. Imagine. 1910. Imagine so cool he, he mustaches. Has... Oh, there you go. The bowler the side of their heads. No, on the front of their face. Oh, never mind. Big bicycles <laughs> with a big tire. Yeah. Yeah, uh, pennies farthing. Pennies, penny farthing. Yeah, yeah. Strong men lifting. I hate back then. It's so complicated with that shit. <laughs> like, fucking call it a bike. Yeah, stupid bike. Hey, I I watched a guy uh, on a penny penny farther and get hit by a taxi. Is he in Brooklyn? In Brooklyn. Uh, so he didn't. It was, it was yeah, awesome. in Brooklyn. It was some nerd in a vest. He didn't survive. Mike's still giggling. He didn't survive. Oh, that's pretty far. No, it's fine. He he, he worked in an ice cream parlor. All right, I was gonna it's fine. <laughs> that's goofy. That's goofy. That's shit, a sad way to go. That's like a happy kind of job. Everyone's really happy when they're getting ice cream. Yeah, but he wasn't delivering ice cream from his penny farthing. Oh. Uh, Missed opportunity, I say. <laughs> yeah, better tips, probably. I'm glad he's dead. Continue, Cody. Yeah, okay. So his father was like, ah, you don't have money for that. You put some of your own money away. Go get, a re- go get like, you know, a base level, an entry-level job, and then we'll get you, like, somewhere fancy once you, you put your money away and get your own experience. So he took a job at a camera store in Brooklyn. B&H. Ah, dude, I love <laughs> B&H. Also fits with the Jewish theme, but... Yeah. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna tone it down. Really, self hate. No. Self hate, guys. Stop. You got. You got yourself like hate. That's, that's with mandatory. This. It's different. It's fun. Uh, get get on my level, everyone. And by that, I mean maybe don't. <laughs> maybe be happy. Drink as hard as Tom. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Stanley's like, dude. It's taken forever to put away tuition for you know being a doctor, lawyer, and uh, what was it, diplomat. He's like. That's taken forever to put money away at this camera store job. So he like has like this like uppity like heated like discussion with his manager, and at the end of it, the manager is like, "I can't pay you this." And Stanley's like, "Well, fuck you then. I'm leaving." And on his way out, Stanley just like helps himself to like you know the expensive camera that's like on the display case. He's like, "Mine, oh. I'm taking this because you're an asshole and won't pay me more." And you know the the manager's like, "Dude, what the fuck? It's a camera store. I can't." I- I can't get you diplomat, lawyer, doctor money from here immediately. I must take my dick picked with the flash bob. Dude, that's like shoots the bob all over his dick. Ow. My my dick's so hot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Gotta give you like a mild sunburn. You think he was the first dick pick guy? Who do you think the first person? Well, Mike hit it on the head. We're going home early. I think we. It's him. I think we did the first dick pick. Who was it? Some Hollywood boy. 
Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Was it, was it during Tallulah? It was during Tallulah Bankhead, I think. Oh, it someone was Barrymore. Oh, right. John Barrymore. John Barrymore. Of theater fame. Yeah. Right. There it is. History. First statement. There you go. This is why we learn, dog. These are important facts. Yeah. Tom so, said he's researching bo- a president, and I didn't realize it was a president because I'm dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Fun. I was just like, I'm not going to tell you because uh, we need some suspense. We let everything out here. I'm going to take a guess. Just a tad. Take a guess. I guarantee you won't get it. FDR. Go, Cody. <laughs> so, he's got a little bit of money, but not enough to do what he right? wants. So he says, well, yeah, let's have fun with this little bit of money. So he sends out some fancy embossed invitations to about 100 you know, bigwig New Yorkers, mostly doctors, lawyers, and uh, actually a Supreme Court justice. And he's like, let's let me throw an event and see who shows up just for funsies. So he sends out 100 of these fancy looking invitations and three quarters of them, you know, show up for the night in question. And like it's it, it's not a black tie or it's not a black tie event. It's a white tie and tail event, which I've never heard of. It's probably because like, you know. I was born in a t-shirt and flip-flops my entire life. Apparently, the only time that they really do white ties and tail uh, events now are with the queen. There's, like, mad presidents that, like, you see them with, like, old queenie lady and they got white ties and a tail. Oh. There's a really doofy picture of Trump wearing that. Oh, yeah. He oh, looks I think really I fun. Yeah. I thought it was, like, weddings. People did that. No, it's just you can do that tie, weddings, right? probably. I'm good. I've seen weddings people with white tie and like, white top hat. All right. I'm actually going to, for my wedding, I was planning on doing coattails that were really long and actually turned into shoes. Yeah, That's you got to cool. upstage Gabby yeah. and have a longer coattail than her, like, Ooh. ride. Yeah, Mandatory oh, yeah. Crocs. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be really heavy for no reason. <laughs> I'll like, hold what, it. Yeah, like one of those pads they <laughs> put on your body on when it. they're X-raying people. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, continue, Cody. This is getting out of hand. So 75 of these like New Yorkers like dress up and show up and they start enjoying like hors d'oeuvres and cocktails. And our subject tonight invents a personality and disguises himself as such and introduces himself to his party guests as um, S. Clifford Weinberg. Not a huge departure, but he's he, he claims he's uh, consulate general to Algiers. And this is his bon voyage banquet. He's going away to perform his duty in Algiers and he's saying goodbye to New York, so he's having, you know, 75 of these, like, you know, bigwigs show up, dine and booze with him. I'm going to catch him right here. Does he speak French? No, he does not speak French. All right, so then I'd be like, you're an idiot. You, you're not going now. What about you're- French Yeah, but the thing though. is, are they asking? How, how much are you going to scrutinize the guy who's giving you, like, little hors d'oeuvres and beers all night, Travis? Dude, I'm going to question, I'm pop, like, five cocktail weenies in my mm-hmm. mouth, be like, sorry, you, you speak French? Man, these royal types, seriously, yeah. the the saddest most lonely people on the face of the planet. I don't feel bad for them. I believe we'll they deserve there. it. I think that's a part of the status. But um, so this guy managed to uh, trick a bunch of numbnuts into yep. coming to a white coat and tie of free hors d'oeuvres. Amazing. Man. That's all you need. Yeah. Booze and free hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. Fantastic. So, so he's schmoozing the crowd. He's like, he, he's asking people to talk. Or, like, give speeches just to, like, make them feel important. And one of these people that, you know, falls for this trick is the uh, aforementioned uh, New York Supreme Court justice. And the justice, like, gets up and he's bullshitting, like, I've known Stanley for so long. Even, you know, he just invented the character. And this New York judge is like, I've known him forever. He's a good man that will do good service on, uh, what what was it, Algeria? That's whatever. (laughs) 
So he's get he you know Stanley can see him bullshitting. Um, you know the two like hit it off. Stanley, our subject tonight, is a impeccable charmer. Thinks superhuman powers. Like he'll just charm the pants right off of you, and he does it to this judge. So these two are hitting it off, and the judge like you know falls in you know drunk friendship with him. He's like, hey, you, this is great, but you, you should you should see where I work. You want to come to the courthouse tomorrow and be <laughs> bros and just hang out and you know Netflix and chill? And he's like, what? Do you want to watch and, me put know, Irish people in jail? <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds good, right? Oh, what's on the board today? O'Toole, O'Donnell, O'Grow man. I can't oh, understand this, this jabber jabber. I'm supremed. <laughs> That's true. how the Supreme logo was invented. Yeah, they used to uh, put it on Irish people's foreheads. Yeah. So anytime you wear that, Asian, uh, Irish hate. Supreme not. Irish supply, Asian yeah. hate. It's Cody. You're hating on Legacy. Cody. See? Cody, both Half. of your sides. Half. You're both. You're ruined in this day and age. Oh, I'm a sandwich that fell on the floor both sides down. Yep. Oh. Um, so this judge was like, come come to see where I work. It'll be great. And Stanley was like, sure, why not? What could go wrong? Well, the thing that could go wrong is that um the this this New York Supreme Justice was like so enamored with uh Stanley and his, you know, uh, you know, uh demeanor that he arranged he pre-booked a photo op with Stanley. You know what I mean? Just like Hi, nice to meet you. Post for the camera. Say cheese. Surprise, surprise. The photographer was Stanley's old boss that he stole that what? camera from. Yeah! <laughs> Ain't that and some shit. The, the, the photography store owner was just like, I, that's not who he is. Oh, he's he not that. He's some guy that steals a camera and bitches about not being paid enough to be a doctor, lawyer, diplomat combo. So he was outed as a fraud on the spot before, you know, any serious judge chilling could get underway. Damn, and uh, he was uh, not thrown in jail, but put on probation for uh, just being a fraud in general. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out for yeah. this guy. He's going to use fake pennies. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it kind of emboldened him to, like, dive deeper into the art of impersonating because moving forward... You know, it's just probation, so he didn't serve any jail time. So he's free to do his next stunt real quickly. Um, he learns pretty soon that it's a wise move to invent not only your character, but invent supporting characters around that guy who you can also be. So he'd be like, oh, I'm this guy. Here are my references. Wait. And his references were just himself again. Are we talking? This guy, as you said, he was a shapeshifter. We talking no. about Eddie Murphy? Because no, he was the whole is, movie, dog. He, he was the clump. He was the clump. He was the clump. Yeah, that's true. And the dog. You know, Hercules. yeah, he becomes his own supporting actors. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Or he could be Jim Carrey. I don't know. He came out of Rhino's butt. That's a good one, too. Yeah, but he's just one character. He's got, like, positive schizophrenia. Yeah. That's multiple Connery, characters. Multiple characters. Positive. I like that. Mike's putting a... Silver lining on the rain cloud of mental disease. So, yeah, um, speaking of mental disease, have you guys? I watched a little Jeff Dunham the other day. <laughs> What's wrong with him? God, why? I don't know how that keeps going. I, I don't know. It just was on television. It was the first time I turned on a television in months, and there was just Jeff Dunham there uh, doing not comedy, but he was actually doing the news. Like CNN, He was doing uh, what I would call CNN comedy. Oh. That's talking. dry. It's just not That's funny. dry as fuck. It's not funny. It's, it's just uh, silly. It's silly, that's for sure. Uh, Bill de Blasio kind of humor, you know? Tom, have the French fries. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I like 
Tom, it's funny because you know I forgot to mention on how was your week because I did something really similar. I just oh, put yeah? a I put a towel over my head mm-hmm. and I put the faucet in my bathtub on a slow drip. Nice. Put it over my mouth and just Good. opened up and just waterboarded myself. It's better than CNN. Yeah. Better than Jeff Dunham. And Jeff Dunham. Come better on. than Jeff Dunham. The whole Dunham. thing. Huh? I know that is. The puppet you're, guy. You're the guy who does like Ventriloquist. the racist bit with um, a puppet. He's like, oh, I'm a man, a skeleton. I blew up a thing. Uh, and then he's just like, well, no, you're not. I'm from Oklahoma. Look at uh, me. Look at this haircut. Guess what, guys? 9-11. Here's the Taliban, man. Yeah. Um, he really, <laughs> th- th- he Good is times. one of the casualties. Uh, his career is one of the casualties of 9-11. Let's continue. Yeah. So in late 1915, he adopts his personality, um, Lieutenant Ethan Allen Weinberg, Consul General for <laughs> Romania. Dude, I feel like everyone that's a that's like a con artist defaults to Romania. This is like the eighth time I feel like Cody's brought a con artist. It's like, and he said he was a royal from Romania because no Not one a royal, checks, but just a, a, a hoity-toity person type from Romania. Yeah, no, but, but to I'm be just fair, saying in general. We know Ro- Yes, but with like general knowledge, I know for a fact that Romania is a place. I could not nail down what a Romanian does or sounds like or acts like or what even they the look Dracula? like. They're probably white, but they that's just Dra- me. They got the Dracula. I got the Dracula there. Yeah. That's too time. pale. That's too pale, and I think fiction. Don't quote me on that. I read I, I, I read. I met a Romanian man one time who told me probably five, six times over the course of a half hour that um, Romanian has given us the words paprika and vampire. Well, so that's, that's pretty good words. Cool. Those are good words. contributions. Yeah. So this guy's dropping that knowledge. Have you heard of paprika? So I haven't heard of that. He was a nice guy. He, his name, but he kept saying it. Um, continue. So Stanley, one of Stanley's great imposter tricks is just keep pouring on the big, important, slightly confusing words into your title. So. You know, the stool pigeons react like, wow, if this dude's going to bother to say that each time, mind you, Lieutenant Commander Ethan Allen Weinberg, Consul General for Romania. If he's going to say those, like, I don't know, umpteen syllables every time he introduces himself, that's clearly pride in duties and must exist. You know what I mean? If he was just like, you know, a sloppy, you know, imposter, he would just say, like, I'm Lieutenant Commander Weinberg. But he says the entire thing every time. So people are like, wow, this guy takes pride in something that must be real. So if you need to, like, pass a fake credit check coming up, Mike, take notes. Okay. I wish I was alive back then. It looks like shit was easy. You could just lie about it. Right, Mike? Yeah, dude, you you would be a millionaire. I fucking would be. You're also a Dogecoin millionaire now. (laughs) Soon. It's, you know. It's teetering on the, on the fence. I don't want to talk about my, my financial... Oh, yeah, his finances. I don't want to talk about that really on the... Right. We don't want to give that away. I don't want to get the people too excited when I talk about it. So, no. in addition to like this long-winded title, he's also got this spanking tight baby blue coat with a bunch of gold fringe and braid on it. Just to be like, yes, a Romanian might wear this. It just looks absurd to the point where, like, why else would anyone wear that unless it's some foreign garb of, you know, a military officer? And then the Beatles happened. Yes. Think that. That's a great visual oh, representation Sergeant Pepper of what's kind of going thing? on. Sergeant Sausage and Peppers. Wait. My favorite album. Didn't they copy My Chemical Romance? Yeah, they did. Those yeah. fuckers. Gerard from My Chemical <laughs> Romance, Joe Rogan's cousin. Really? Uh, yes. Very fun. Uh, not I know very it. good music. Man with a lot of face paint. 
and obviously a pension for the guy who shot John Lennon. Continue. I know Joe Rogan's cousin too. I know another Joe. He said continue. (laughs) So he's this baby blue clad, like Romanian with gold fringe. And he approaches the U.S. Navy like upper brass. And he's just like, hey, I don't know what a Romanian accent sounds like. So just imagine it. And he's just like, hey, the great country of Romania has learned so much from American technology and like naval tactics. I am sent on behalf of the queen to informally thank you for like boosting our like naval warfare and like protection capacities. And the Navy's just like, oh, you're welcome, little weird guy. (laughs) <laughs> wait i already see a problem here yeah i was gonna going on? I, I think we're can we do this together yeah, we're raising we, our oh, touch your penises yo oh, yeah we just it. flopped them out on the table could you cons- voice my concern well the thing about romania is that i don't think it's got no water <laughs> i don't think that yeah pretty landlocked yeah if i remember correctly yeah, yeah it's got a lot of caves uh, yeah you can't Ride a ship through a cave. I didn't oh, even look gives. into that. You guys are geniuses, and I'm a, I knew that I'm too. a doof. <laughs> yeah, I I do a pretty good Romanian accent. Uh, from from um that yeah, you, know, you gotta do like um Dracula. It, it's but it's not no, really. good to suck your that. blood. You gotta do Dracula, but it's more English. It's like I want to Fabrica. suck your blood, mate. That's Australian. That's convincing. No, I'll buy like, that. Yeah, especially it, if he's in baby blue like coats. Fish and chips, mate. Let me suck on it, blab. Oh, you fucking club. club. Wow, That's this right. guy's a regular old from Wallachia right here. I'm a Wallachian yeah, citizen. Wallachia My mimic. dad owns a farm that's on fire all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so he approaches the Navy and he's already like kind of like, you know, sucking their toes a little bit. Just like, hey, my queen said thank you. So I have to say thank you. And the Navy's like, this guy's all right. Let him, uh, let him quote unquote inspect a ship. And when he, you know, and when, you know, the Navy brass is saying inspect, it's like, let him see what we got. It's more of a tour for it's more of a, a gimmick for a tourist rather than an inspection uh, because he has no naval background. I don't know what he's inspecting. I don't, he's like licking the anchor and like, you know, pissing in the boiler to make sure it's hot enough and shit well, like it's, that. It's, it's the U.S. Navy showing their big peepees. Yeah. Flossing. Yeah, it's the, the USS Wyoming Flexing. for your information. And they greet him on board. like, yeah, inspect the ship to your heart's desire. And they do the whole fancy 21 gun salute for this, like, you know, she uh, blue clad, a little Romanian uh, imposter. Mike, see, I know it's they shit's dripping. She is that it? I just know she I just hear that all the time. It's like she guys. I missed yeet. I missed the yeet. Stop being. I'm holding on that one just so I can identify. (laughs) Could you imagine a hundred navy men? In the year yeah. 1913, yeeting. <laughs> yeeting. Yeet. 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 21 on. times. Yeah, I got from Romania. Yeet. Yeah, 21 <laughs> yeet salute. Yeet, yeet. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> this could be the yeah. rest of the episode, but we should power on. Oh, God. Uh, Navy people are like, here you go. Welcome aboard. And, you know, he does it. Stanley does his superhuman ability of just like schmoozing, talking, charming. The, the, these rugged seamen, like you know, these these men who like you know don't get shore leave too often. He just makes them fall in love, and Ooh. and Dang, he's and sexy. Sure enough, our boy Stanley's like, <laughs> "You guys want drinks and dinner? I'm paying." And like the entire ship is just like, "Oh my god, we love you! Yes, we'll take your food and drinks for free." Crazy, you know, baby blue coat wearing fuck. So Stanley marches all of these seamen. To the hotel store, which 
notably was in my last episode with uh, what's his face. Wow. Oh, uh, Rothstein. Rothstein. Arnold Rothstein. Roth- Rothstein, thank you. Yeah, yeah he did it. Oh, boy. So he goes to the hotel house store, and he's just like, keep the drinks and uh, nomables flowing for me and my Navy buddies. Yeah, me and my They're rough all... seamen. How's he pay for all yeah, this shit? Yeah, the crusties. Well, my God, I think we're about to find out. Uh, yeah. Ooh. So wait, what was the question? How's huh? he paying for all this shit? Oh, I'm so glad you asked for that, Mike. Because like when the bill was starting to get a little spicy, the waiter's just like, can I get a courtesy flush on this bill? Uh, Stanley was just like, put it on Romania's tab. <laughs> Back in the and day, he was handed the waiter later. like the, the dress for the Romanian embassy. What? Oh, you could do that like, shit. Put this, put my like tapas me? on a foreign country's tab, please. Yeah. And also ditto for like, you know, the 80 guys I'm with. Was born too late. Right. So you're able to do this back then. Mike, you bring up a great point. It's really easy to be back then. I Think of it today. Too today, you get jury duty and and they make you have to call them every day. Yeah. Like, what kind of shit is that? I, I don't, don't know. Go. T- today, if you forget your Netflix password, you have to tell a robot that you're not a robot. <laughs> you gotta click those little things. There's no, there's no stop signs. You gotta do all that bullshit. Back then you said please. Thank you. Put it on Romania's tab, and I'll see you on Tuesday. And that was it. Fuck. And then you don't show up on Tuesday. Yeah. This is genius. And you're good. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. And no one would ever hear from you again. It was just a story that someone could tell. But this is why no one has stories today, because everyone's just trying to log into their fucking Netflix so they can be brainwashed with retarded writing all day. And Dang also, it. I mean, oh. the Romanian GDP's got to be at least $80. They got to cover. Bar tab. They got to cover, boys. What were they drinking? Natty Ice. <laughs> yeah. Give us a break. That bill gets up there when you have like nine of those ahead. Yeah, really. Ooh. Yeah. But you, you honestly, you do need like nine Natty Ices to feel anything. But so we know Joke sticks the country with, of Romania with like his fucking dinner bill. And just after, you know, the entrees are eaten and, you know, the bill is probably at its spiciest, um, two bureau investigation detectives emerge and arrest Stanley, um, tipped off by Stanley's parole officer. And he's just like, dude, you, you can't be pretending to be other people. You got to knock this off. So they arrest him, and Stanley snaps at these two officers or uh, detectives. And he's like, could you not have arrested me after dessert? Like, yeah. fucking rude. You were rude men to arrest me before dessert is served. He's not wrong. Yeah, that's pretty true. Let me know this dessert. You know, I'm so glad that so many people have spent Entire lifetimes in jail because of minor drug offenses. And this guy just gets to, you know, he gets he gets parole. slapped on the wrist again because like nothing malicious happened. He just like, you know, yeah, dined and he tells on Romania's like, bill. He's like the officers, say, excuse me, sir. I must finish my Boston cream pie. <laughs> Back then it was a real pie. Yes. Now it's just something horrible. Now it's just the Dunkin' Donuts. Your accent is spot on. Your Romanian this accent is, is killer. Yeah, it's giving me an aneurysm. I don't want a donut now. You would you like a Boston cream? I love those. So again, yeah, slapped on the wrist because nothing like one of those. malicious went down. Nothing violent happened. Nobody got hurt. But he is impersonating um, a foreign uh, military officer at this point. So I think he just gets his probation. There's no um, fine. They don't fine you. And, they find What's you. Up? They find you now for pretending to be a police officer. They find you now for everything. Yeah, yeah. I guess back then, yeah, I guess 
get, get away with murder. Back then, yeah, there it was kind of like slap on the wrist because it's like people were getting too busy and, not yeah. dying to make sure like other people were like you know behaving. Yeah, yeah. I feel and like this happening during like World War One because you said he was like twenty around nineteen ten. Yeah, so right now that well that stunt happened nineteen fifteen. Right, middle and his of next World stunt War I. was kicking off nineteen seventeen. Yeah, so no one gives a shit. Like, yeah, Romania no, is probably not even gonna no. be a country. Could you, you imagine put it on Romania's tab? Could you imagine if the, the, the police that followed up on arresting him, they were like, I heard some guy from Romania's in town. So <laughs> what vampire? Nah. Uh, I don't even think Romania is a real country. But he's got our men in there who are supposed to be protecting our shores, having a freebie on Natty Ice and Boston Cream Pies. Let's go inspect this. And they go, they first go to the library to see if Romania is a real country. All right, well, he's got us there. I don't know where to take this from yeah. here. Is Boston a real place? Let's double check. <laughs> we got to invest. What? Navy. What's Navy? Is that pants? What the hell's a Red Sox? Old Navy. I've never heard of this place. What's Old Navy? He's at the Old Navy with the boys. All right, we should continue. <laughs> 1917, he adopts a new character, uh, Royal Saint Sir, lift, Lieutenant <laughs> of the British Army Air Corps. Royal Saint Sir? First name Royal, last name Saint Sir. <laughs> sir spelled C-Y-R, but it still sounds like Sir. So you see what he's doing here, Travis? He's just putting all the words into his title. That's like, you should believe and respect me. I am Royal St. Sir, Lieutenant of the British Army Air Corps. This guy's probably legit. He sounds legit. I think so. You hear Royal? Oh, Saint? Oh, no. And and this time he's from England? Yes, he's of the British Army Air Corps. I don't know if that's an actual thing. It sounds confusing. I know the RAF is something, but like... I don't know, Travis. That could me. have been a precursor to RAF. I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know, fucking... 1917? Now, World War One planes were just like, I don't know, some Marx paper brothers, mache they flapped shit. an engine to. Yeah, flying yeah, right brothers. Yeah. Just a bunch of fucking Charles Lindberghs yeah. flying around. I can do it further! What's and they that, crash uh, on an island and have sex with each other for a month. Uh, Nothing right. happened. Hey. We lost the war. <laughs> we fought bravely with semen in our asses. <laughs> Continue. Red Half loaded, um, and we had to share the rock. All right, Mike. Another another um, tip for being an imposter during your credit checks is you say you're from two places. Oh, I should have done that. Or, like two organizations. So like when one organization like looks at you, they just assume you're for the other one. So he's from um, the British Army Air Corps. So like some people would think you know the the Air Corps would think he's from the Army, and the Army would think he's from the Air Corps. And they just couldn't be bothered to check. He does this, you know, throughout. He learns this now and uses it throughout his life very effectively. I feel like Best Buy does that every time I go in. They're like, we're the Geek Geek Squad special or customer service. So I don't know which one I'm going to. The Geek Squad or customer service? I have (laughs) a couple friends who are Geek Squads. And it is true. Yeah. They are geeks. They're not squads. They get paid good, Geek Squad. Are you looking? Oh, Mike, you know. I, I don't know if you need to fill out all this paperwork to get your prepaid Visa card yeah. that you got today. Mike got his first credit card today, and it's just a prepaid vanilla card. I did. Oh, nice. Because Good. I'm Seven Eleven. That's you financial gave, advice. You gave your social security number to, um, what, what's his name, Pram? <laughs> I mean, shit. I don't really need it. 
Right, it's just I'm a bunch only of numbers. that one time. To numbers get the card, are just not, a construct, dude. You know, you get new, true, new numbers soon. All right, tell me about Sir Junior Boy Child. Yeah, so <laughs> Royal Saint Sir Lieutenant of the British Army Air Corps starts doing his old shtick, and he's just like, "Hey, can I check out? You know, your army armories? Like, let me let me see where you keep the guns and bombs. Right here, and, brother. And, yeah, and he sure enough, he like schmoozes his way in, and he's like looking around this place he shouldn't be, pretending to be like a fucking you know limey officer. Uh, and then, like, during his tour slash inspection, like, they take him to, like, the, uh, in retrospect, I'm realizing this must be a very important job, the um, military uniform tailor. Very you important. Know, it, it, it's probably a staunch job. You got to make sure each uniform looks right. And, you know, some branches of the military are, are like, uppity with, like, their, like, visual inspections of, of course. you know, your well, dress and uniform. And I'm just saying, you don't want our boys in green on the front lines getting chaffage. Chafe, I got a lot of that inseam popping. I have thick thighs that have saved lives on the front lines. Yeah, I believe it. So you know, you don't want chafe bullets. Yeah, thank you for your service. <laughs> really appreciate your time in the old old navy. There, I've held I've held um, the line for a handicapped man in Carvel. I went to Old Navy the other day. I think I got smart bucks. Is the new uh, coupon? Oh yeah, they're using. Smart cash. Dollars for later. Wow. I can't wait to buy seven pairs of sandals that will fall apart immediately upon putting them in the bag. Yeah. First time I ever shoplifted was from uh, Old Navy. Good for you. Yeah. You're, you're fighting wow. for the, the allies. I guess so. Against the Old Navy. Fuck them. Cody. Go. So that th- this military uniform tailor like takes one look at uh, you know Stanley's uniform and is like, that guy's faking. Like, look how shitty his uniform's put together. Like, he'll blow out his, like, you know, inseam. You know, he's high-watering his, like, hot pants and shit like that. So, like, the it's tailor was the one that's just like, no, 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 this guy's a faker. Like, he's put together all wrong. Even, like, even I can tell that being an American about British, like, uniform dress. This guy's a faker. So nah, he gets busted nah, by nah, a tailor nah. of all things. Could you imagine what if if what really gave him away was he never changed his accent at all? And the whole time he was just being Brooklyn Jew, like, oh, hi, nice to meet you all. I'm from England. I like <laughs> to see what's on the inside of this little ship duty here. I like to see how you get from point A to point B, if you would, which is Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> Cheerios. This is, I, oh, pardon me. I'm used to walking on the left here. Okay, we shake hands on the left. I read that somewhere. I don't know. Let me see inside. I got nice pants on. <laughs> so the charmer he is and the nonviolent fuck he is. Again, he gets slapped on the wrist. But his parole officers are fighting like, dude, knock it the fuck off. Stop stop saying you're someone you're not. Who Come are on, these man. parole officers? The three fucking stooges? Yeah. They must. Okay, Travis, thank you for the segue. They must be dumb because even though these parole officers had Stanley's home address, they just assumed he had some kind of hideout in New York City where he would, you know, dress up, don the guys, put on his face, you know, turn the switch on as an actor and then leave. But he was just on his couch, you know, like and his clothes were just on his Murphy bed, you know, at his, at his given like home address. And you got a real son the, of Sam on her hands. <laughs> what does that mean? Exactly. Ah, something like 45 years from now. <laughs> they these officers thought that like if a neighborhood saw like, you know, a French Navy like officer leave one day and then come back as like 
an army ranger and then leave again as like a doctor with like a, you know, a doctor bag and like a stethoscope. They figured the neighbors would eventually tattle on the weirdo doing that, Porn you star. know, for years. <laughs> but the neighbors thought he was just hilarious. Like, oh, look, he's a lawyer this time. <laughs> like, look at also, him and his... There was Big a briefcase. Tr- Unlike today, there was a tr- tremendous drought of snitches. It was yeah, and also True. entertainment, which is why I think this was allowed to float in his neighborhood. He's like, oh look at it, he's cute, he's cute, he's doing it more, right? And you got to remember, vaudeville was a thing back then, so everyone was oh, trying sure. to make it. Be like, well, you know, I've been working this corner of Seventh uh, <laughs> and Twenty Third for like, I think I really got something now because this guy looked at me the other day, gave me a quarter, he said, please clean yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now I think I'm really gonna make it a showbiz. <laughs> and these neighbors were also so in love. They, pro- I, this is my speculation, but during my research, I think they provided him um, their mailing addresses so he could, like, you know, establish references that weren't all living in his own house. Jeez. You know what I mean? So he'd ask like the neighbor lady across the street, "Can I send like a letter to you? And if when you get it, just tell me about it and give it to me." And then he'll reply personally, you know, to his own references using other. Uh, mailing addresses. Oh, so, nice. you know, but right across the, the street. It's so weird. All your references are on the same street as you. Where, where is this street? This prestigious Shh. street. Hey, Brooklyn's got some pretty big streets. Yeah. yeah. 1920. Our boy <laughs> takes the show on the road. He goes to Lima, Peru, uh, masquerading as a doctor of sanitation, I believe is the term um, position. A lot of poopoo the- in Peru. Wash well, your yeah, hands. He, Don't he's, touch the, that he's the anti-poop guy, but he's also like the make sure your surgeons, you know, dip their hands in alcohol type of guy. So he, he's doing it up for like hospitals and like municipal places, you know, how to uh, work optimally in uh, like optimal hy- hy- hygiene. Yeah, hy- those are words, Cody. Yeah, just, so he's just the guy that makes sure you wash your hands before, like, you know, you unzip a fool for surgery. He's making sure you don't poop on the streets. You know, don't want that. It's against annotation. People live longer, you know, when they're uh, hygienic, right? Makes sense? Right. Yeah. Wash your hands. So wash your hands. Don't poop in the street, Mike. So he's making Big Bank along with a nice credit line in his uh, name. Uh, He purchases a limousine and hires a driver just to be like, (laughs) I live the big life. I'm important. Look at me. I have my own driver. But you could uh, do that in Peru. People go down there like, I got 20 bucks. I could live here for like three months. Yeah, exactly. I kind of tempted. I want to walk around, get Peruvian shrimp, Peruvian lobsters. That sounds good. And maybe wear pants. Definitely do cocaine. You can throw lavish parties like he did, Travis. Yeah. You can really go down there and find yourself. Become one with the mountain ranges and uh, other shit. What's the thing they do? Hiawaska? What? Hiawaska. Hiawaska Hiawaska is a lot of areas down in South America. Yeah, I was going to boof it. Closer. Dude. Closer. Wow. Take a video when you do it. Yep. Post it on so, Live Leak. <laughs> Very nice. Big taxi. <laughs> throws these part throws these huge ravers, you know, south of the border. And, you know, his credit and monies are just about up. Um, presumably as part of his parole, he was checked in on by like a Navy officer, you know, like middle management type guy. And the officer was just like, hey, buddy, you're uh, behaving and not impersonating any military officers, right? And Stanley was like, no joke, like, yeah, I'm behaving. I'm a doctor right now. (laughs) 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 And like the Navy officer was just like, like, uh, well, what was the deal with parole back then? Because usually when you're on parole now, 
It's like, don't. I think he got clear of it. He's like, don't leave but... your fucking block. You're on parole. That... And we're going to put this smartwatch on your dick. And how did that back then? Now they're like, in this at this time period, they're like, you go to Peru, but we're going to have some semen look after you. I yeah yeah I actually met someone with a one of those ankle monitors. Not the first time I met someone with an ankle monitor in my life, but I met someone down in Georgia with an ankle monitor who was very nice to talk to. And then as I was walking away, proceeded to beat the shit out of her kids. But that's not my business. <laughs> no. Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes you need a smack. To the head. I think we're just illustrating a point. Parole is different than it is now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do I have to go no. to Cocaina, Peru? Watch out! Yes. The fentanyl and the coke. Now I heard. Yep, ain't using that shit. No more fun. Just, yeah, no more fun. I'm watch going. Out. To the, watch out for the coke and your fentanyl. It's true. I heard that they're putting That's the true. fentanyl in the salt in Greek diners. But uh, Whew. you serious? No, I just made that up. Kind of want a salad now. Yeah, right. Little Caesar. Oh, little Caesar. How are you? That's not a diner. Continue, Caesars. Little Caesars. Um, so Stanley like lets it slip. Like, no, I'm not impersonating any Navy guys. I'm a. I'm impersonating a doctor. And the Navy, like the Navy officer that was checking in on him, was just like, "I'm technically law enforcement and have to tattle on you, idiot." So the Navy officer did just that. He called up the company that you know uh, Stanley was working for, you know, being the you know doctor sanitation for, and the company had to fire him on the spot. But interestingly enough, all of the clientele that the company had and interfaced with our subject tonight, Stanley, was just like, "No, don't fire him." He's a great doctor. <laughs> That's very Latin and, American. Yeah. We yeah. like the guy. We like him. We don't care that he's murdered 47 children. We want him in our home. He's a good boy. Yeah, he's a good doctor. boy. Exactly. We're, he's good. He didn't do anything wrong. He's a good boy. Let him stay. Yeah. He never did anything wrong by us. He even gave me some of his smart bucks from Old Navy. <laughs> Delicious. They spend just like real bucks. Spend them later. 1921 rolls around. Um, he disguises himself as a doctor um, and he approaches a physician from Vienna and states that he's a doctor on behalf of the New York Health Commissioner. And he's like, hey, fancy Viennese doctor, um, I'm supposed to show you around the city. And then after that, I'm available to become your personal secretary. Free of charge. So just like, hey, welcome. You're a big shot. Let me suck your toes. I, you know, everyone is so busy these days that I'm pretty sure if you offered something like that free of charge, people would take it. Oh, just get the kids the fuck away from me for like <laughs> an afternoon. God damn yeah. it. Hit him with the mace. Yeah. yeah. Cody, I got a question for you about this guy changing Surely. all the different costumes. Is he changing? Is he doing anything with his face? Absolutely not. No? Nope. Like he's still got the same, like, Snidely whiplash mustachio going on. Oh, I forgot to tell you about his facial hair. He he's doing the toothbrush. Oh, that screams confidence. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it, it kind of does actually. What is toothbrush? You're like, hey, like I'm like that. Uh, right here. It's uh, 1921, yeah. so it's not there yet. But he's even tricking oh, people with the Hitler, Hitler. stash after Hitler oh. does his thing. So yeah. that is confidence. Like, wow. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Hitler really ruined that one. Yeah, yeah, he, what a he, fucking he dick. did. But Michael Jordan brought it back in the nineties. Well, <laughs> did he? Well, it's he did it in the two thousands. Okay, let's not cross our right. history here. So post nine eleven, he Michael was Jordan. he was in a Hanes commercial, and one of the outtakes you find on YouTube is just Michael Jordan going, 
I also don't like the Jews. Haynes. Really? That yeah, was a weird real. take. You're no but, way. But he's joking about uh, it. It's and him he did and, a little salute. He was right. stretching his he arm. He stretched his arm, but it's him and Seinfeld on the plane. And they're both on their way to Palestine to clear things up. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's a joke. It's not even funny. If you're laughing, you have bad taste. Travis, bad taste. Bad taste, Travis. Dude, I love bad tastes. Cody, no. tell me about these cicadas I'm going to eat. So you uh, think he so. learned his lesson and just like stay away from photographies and like photographers, photographers and photo ops, but he doesn't. So once again, he gets his picture taken as like, you know, you know, this important like, uh, official health commissioner type, you know, working under this like prominent uh, physician from Vienna. And once again, the photographer's like, hey, you're that crackpot that uh, keeps showing up in uh, pictures. Not pretending to be someone else. He's like, oh, you caught me again. And like, once again, like the fucking like uh, parole or probation officers like slap cuffs on him and, tr- and take him away. But sure enough, the, the, the Viennese physician was just like, that guy's like a great secretary. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to press charges. I'm going to keep him on as my secretary. And the officers are just like, you can't hire people from jail. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. We let you. But we'll let them go to Peru. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's like, you can't hire people yeah, from can't. Sing Sing, which is, I think, where he was arrested. I have a lot of jailed. relatives that went to Sing Sing. Yeah? Yeah. What was your favorite relative? <laughs> My favorite relative? Yeah. That went to Sing Sing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I have two. Okay. One's an Irishman that beat someone up after in right near the UN in that, like the late 1800s. I'm not really sure if that's illegal these days. Yeah. I don't Are know. Still and the other one was my grandfather who apparently fractured someone's skull with a glass swan. I'm happy to be friends with you. Yeah. Mm. That's weird. I like it. That's interesting. Sing Sing and I go way back, dog. Let's talk about the crown jewel so of all of his impersonations now. Are we ready? Yeah, I love impersonations. I love Jeff Dunn. Nice little beer, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's impersonation or just ventriloquism. But let's say ni- later in 1921, um, Princess Fatima Sultana of Afghanistan is in the market for a photo op with the United States president. At the time, Warren G. Harding. Harding? <coughs> Harding. Princess Fat and Salty's in to make a fucking stinking town. That's fun. Welcome to town, fat and stinky. <laughs> I, if, if I'm not mixing them up with Coolidge, I think it might have been Coolidge. It's either Co- Card- Harding or Coolidge were our stupidest presidents, like had the lowest IQ. Oh, I both of them. We'll see Harding get fooled momentarily. Thank you, oh, okay. Travis. Oh, oh. Mike is so, hurting himself. This, this top-notch investor is having a hard time opening a can of Stella. <laughs> He's too is, busy uh, crunching numbers all day. Yeah, he's using a pen so. to do it. Hold on, Cody. Hold for anomaly. You guys keep going. He's going no, we got to watch you open this. What are you he's doing, dude? Really hard to watch. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm going to take a pee while he does this. Oh, all right. Yeah. This is a good time for a break. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Try and not hurt himself. Oh, what's going on right? a I feel break. weird. Now we're taking a full break. Full I'll break. Take a full break. This, this, are you fucking kidding me? No, Mike. We have to do oh, this because you're doing this. Okay. We're this Quick, way leave because all you're that, that in way. and then cut here. Thanks. Are you ready to go? You ready to show? Cody, you're in New Orleans. Why are you wearing a mask? I feel it's still my duty. Is that you what you're supposed to do? You're a sheeple. Why are you you're a, a sheeper. Why aren't you in a cemetery right now? Fully vaccinated sheeple. Yeah. I, I am actually... I was vaccinated three times. 
I have all three of them. The shots. <laughs> I got two and a half. You're greedy. You're cheating. I am. I'm. 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 Um, sucking it up. And I'm actually. Cheese? I'm actually not breathing. I'm doing one better. When people go, you're not wearing a mask. I have a breathe. I'll breathe. Well, you have the five G's. You don't need to breathe anymore. Yeah. True. Well, he's got fifteen G's now. Fifteen yeah, G's. Fifteen G's, dude. Fucking. That's a big bus size. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna die. Pretty soon. Everyone dies, Tom. Sorry. Yeah, but you know, it it boils down to this: Do you believe in the man, or do you believe in me, man? Do you even know when you're dead? That's up there. Good question. I don't, I don't think so, Mike. You don't you have that part of brain right, working exactly. anymore. Exactly. So you know when you're dead. Yeah, this is fine. I, I, it's you know the worst part is is that you know when you're dead is fine. Maybe you do know. You're like, oh fuck, I'm dead. I know one can hear me. Shit. Well, you don't perceive time passing as like a living person. So when you die, you you're know? on your next adventure immediately. You know what How I mean? It's know? like when you fall asleep, you're like, oh, breakfast time. It's kind of the same thing when you're dead, I feel. Yeah, because the brain needs oxygen, dude. Yeah. So breathe. Yeah. Breathe with or, the 5G. I stopped breathing a long time Or do time Tom ago. and not breathe. Yeah. Well, look, Cody, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing your part to keep every fucking worthless piece of life down there breathing it's it's, it's a hard job Continue. anyway before i was so rudely interrupted mike what i do mike i was just trying to open a beer we all saw you it was my, my fingernails i had to cut my fingernails because supposedly it's gross to have long fingernails shut up you pencil pusher and i'm just uh Stop Asian hate struggling to fucking open my beer and here we go right. let's get this irish in jail so we got <laughs> Uh, Princess Fatima Sultana of Afghanistan here. And she's like, oh, um, on her docket to-do list is just get a picture of some high-ranking like uh, USA politicians because some colonial fuckwit at the time who shall not be named is would prefer if Afghanistan wasn't its own sovereign country. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Wait, so, so she's- she, she was doing one of those like girls night out, time to do the scavenger hunt. I always get the girls that come up to me like, I need a picture of a guy with a tattoo. I need a picture of a guy who's so fucking ugly I want to throw up. Yeah, that's no, what I, I, I never get the ones that are like, we need to suck a dick on the street. Hi, I'm just here to get a picture so our country can perhaps compete in nuclear arms races. There you go. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows how history turns out? It's weird like that. So she's here. She's trying to like rub shoulders with the bigwigs to prove Afghanistan ain't nothing to fuck with. Uh, All right. Princess... Fatima Sultana is a uh, medium tall, kind of pudgy lady, uh, m- middle aged, not like Disney princess. She's uh, she doesn't have to wear like the veil because she's um, royalty, but she does right. rock um, some nightgown looking shit. And uh, she keeps a big old sapphire up her nostril just to let people know she, like she's important. That's okay. a great place to store that. So she's DreamWorks diversity casting. She's if Moana. you want to be so brave and say that, sure. I think we're getting uh, culturally confused, but that's never stopped us before. Let's keep going. So as I said, uh, our boy Stanley is not in for the money, even though he has 10,000 princess dollars in hand, almost as valuable as Jeffrey Bucks. But he's got 10,000, and he's just like, let's reinvest into the scam. Let's put it back in. Are you listening, Mike? I'm taking notes. So he's, he hooks he's, her, he's he not hooks on the microphone. He's taking, taking mental notes. <laughs> in he hooks the princess up in a ritzy hotel. I believe the Waldorf Hysteria. Hysteria. I don't know that name. It's um, he gets her a nice Waldorf, fancy car Waldorf and a driver. Astoria. And he's just like, if you sound rich, look rich, they'll come to you. You don't need to give them gifts. The gift is they look 
like a credible politician standing next to loaded royalty. So that's his ruse, and it actually works. Not necessarily with the big cheese himself on top, Harding, but with one Secretary of State, Charles Evan Hughes. So the invitation goes out, and Hughes, the Secretary of State, he's like, whoa, princess, whoa, fancy hotel, whoa, uh, fancy motor carriage, and sapphire in the nose, because he's actually, you know, finally uh, sitting down face to face. And then from there, they, you know, do the superhuman sweet talking, and then they get the presidential meeting in the books. What? And it's just like, oh, yeah. And that goes down. Um, July 26, 1921, they actually sit down. Uh, we got the princess, we got Stanley, and we got Warren G. Harding, and they're shaking hands, uh, posing for the photo op going down. Again, your boy Stanley doesn't get like the news that photo ops aren't the greatest thing for imposters to uh partake in but interesting bit of trivia during this meeting there's a second totally unrelated imposter in the mix oh warren like, g harding it with president harding <laughs> was it was it warren g harding it was warren g harding yeah he is the president in question I fucking, no no, no, no that I mean, wasn't would, the imposter yeah. the imposter is uh prince zerdicheno of egypt it's not a real person but he just claimed he was such we don't know what he was trying to do, but we do know from photographs that he's not a real person. And he just also got into this like imposter field. He's day. actually at, the at, second heir to the Sabaros empire. He didn't know. I know the, the great Prince Get of on Egypt, the mic. heir to Sabaro. I know the grandson. Get no. on the mic. I know the grandson of the, the, the family of Sabaros. Yeah, his, yeah. his fucking of course grandma you do. is like the, I don't know. Mama Sabaro Sabar- or some, some, some shit like that. Okay. That's interesting. No what one is cares, this clown's though. name again? <laughs> the second imposter? Yeah. Uh, Prince Zerdicino, Zerdicino Z- of Egypt. Zerdicino. And he also... That name. I know it. Now, Zerdicino. He, he has obtained this by smothering his own grandmother, who was attempting to pass down her famous turkey Zedredano to her, her <laughs> grandson. And her grandson said, you know what? I hate that dish, Grandma. I truly hate it. And smothered her. And begin a, a career on the lamp. On the lamp, yeah. yeah. That's how that works. Yep. You kill your grandma, you gotta run, Mike. It's, it's facts, respect. So, here we have it. This is like a weird thing that our, our boy Stanley does. Once once he like mission successes, he like washes his hand. He's like, good, I did it. If I stay any longer, I might get caught. And especially because he's not in it for the money, he's able to do this and like more or less avoid, you know, Backlash. getting caught prematurely. So he's just like princess and president met. I'm good. Bye. So he just gets he just get gets power boners. It's not not yeah. He, he, he gets high on this stuff. He just was like, oh yeah, so rich. There's just so like powerful. there's this kid um who my sister went to school with. I don't know the kid's name. He's he's kind of nice, but he's got this like weird thing where he just likes getting photos with himself and celebrities. He's managed to get like that's this. That's this. Yeah, he's got like photos with just like. How did you get Sylvester Stallone and and uh, Whitney Houston in the same picture? <laughs> Got to ask him. No joke. It's like tricky. he's just it's got tricky. like these lists. Like he's one of these kids who waits on lines for uh, like you know. Just what are you done? That's his thing. No one knows him, but every he knows everyone. He knows everyone. Hey. So just to super prove that our boy, our subject tonight, Stanley Clifford Wayman, isn't in it for the juice, isn't in it for the money. That the, 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 the hard ducats. Um, 
the princess actually had a second thing on her to-do list, and that was to um, sell a huge-ass diamond gemstone on the American market for funds. And pardon my enunciation, this gemstone was called the Duria Imor. So, huge gemstone, probably bigger than the fucking sapphire she has in her nostril. And she turns to, like, our, our guy, Stanley. He's like, I need you to sell this. And Stanley is literally like, big-ass diamond? Sounds boring. And he just ghosts her on, like, that, <laughs> on the prospect. So he's clearly not in it for the money. Just like a high sign, I don't want to sell them anymore. See you. Nope. <laughs> Every kiss begin so- with K now. Okay. No, don't want it. Don't want to do it. I don't want to kiss you. That's gross. Get cootie. I got to go meet Dale Earnhardt now. (laughs) Goodbye. So uh, Stanley ghosts the princess, and the princess is just like, hey, where'd that guy go? I I still had important tasks uh, for him. So she, like, tries to, like, look up his superiors. And surprise, the State Department and the Navy is just like, yeah, we don't appoint diamond sellers to princesses or or uh, anyone for that matter, who have you been talking to? And like this, like finally gets our boy Stanley in like the first bit of trouble he's ever in. He actually serves uh, seven years in uh, Atlanta penitentiary system. Hot down there. Careful. Is it hot Atlanta? Don't get in there. Also, I believe that's the setup for the sixth sense, right? Yeah, the little kid goes to something jail. to that degree. Yeah, little kids like I got diamonds to sell, and all these um, dead people are like, we don't care. Yeah, it's a weird I, story. Yeah, and then, and then what's his name? Bruce Willie's like, but I want a dime. He's like, <laughs> my wife hates me, but I can help you in your bedroom. Haley <laughs> Joel Osment, no, please don't do it. I know how you hung it. <laughs> so seven years in Atlanta penitentiary. And our boy Stanley gets actually gets bored because he can't beat other people when you're in jail. It's tricky. You can meet they, other like, jailmates. Yeah, and they take mug shots. What was that? You can meet other jailmates. <laughs> you can meet other jailmates and pretend you're a power bottom. <laughs> so you take inmate number two, two, four, five, six. I said, call me Don Cheadell. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that could line up at this time. I done. So that's my new with all his free time in jail. I done. <laughs> So with all his free time in jail, he, he can't impersonate anyone. Um, he actually uh, puts his book, uh, puts his book, puts his nose into the books and uh, passes the bar behind bars. So he's actually a lawyer while he's serving his seven year sentence in Atlanta, Georgia. Time. So, yeah, it's I mean, not it's like, like this guy is all talk. Rehab. It's was that impressive? <laughs> I said it's like it's like overdosing while in rehab. It's rather impressive. There, there you yeah, go. Yeah. I don't care how like, much you study in jail for the bar. I feel like being a natural like uh, con artist and like impersonator should just discredit you from passing the bar. Well, luckily for our guy, that's not how that works. Yeah. And he was just like, I'm a lawyer now and I don't have to fake it. So interesting enough, this guy isn't all talk. He's actually like, you know, a very intelligent individual that can, you know, at least pass as a lawyer in this country we live in. So Passes the bar, he gets out, and in uh, 1925, his next disguise is a member of the New York State Lunacy Commission. Um, so he's just like, I'm an expert on, uh, you know, crazy people. I know his moniker. It might. Yeah. Salino. Of oh. Salino and Barnes. Expert on crazies. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. I mean, come on, dude. The guy just died. 
He died like a year ago, bro. He just died. Did you just too soon on Salino or and or Barnes? Yeah, I'm trying. To, I, I'm having fun. Imagine this guy. He looks like Woody Woodpecker, and he's just like, I'm here to check your nuts. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so he poses as this lunacy commissioner, and he goes on a doctor's. He goes to a doctor's convention in Boston or uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, rather. And I guess there is an empty time slot in the convention because he just picks up a microphone and just starts, you know, advocating for uh, reform in the psychological care and penitentiaries. And what he's doing here is he's not giving doctor like nuances and experience. He's giving prisoner and patient nuances and experiences. So he's literally saying, uh, you know what we need? Stuff that would have made me more comfortable instead of like what actual um, like mentally distressed people want. So it's a it's a, it's there's, it's a Venn diagram that heavily overlaps, and he's drawing from it quite effectively right now. Mm. Good. Are you guys still there? Yeah, we're yeah. here. We're just listening for more. <laughs> I get I get freaked out when I hear the silence. We yeah so, we don't sh- well you know we don't shut up you know uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I know you so you know, spoilers Mike, the reforms he actually advocates are enacted before. He serves his last jail time. So he gets to actually enjoy some of the new rules he puts in the books the next time he gets thrown in jail. So like, I want a popcorn maker. I want a chocolate fountain slash toilet. That's how that works. What a bit. Give me it. Sure. (laughs) Are you crazy? Yes. Double short. Dude, that's how you do jail. That's how you do jail in Sweden. Do they? Oh, yeah. That Kinda, guy who shot yeah. up all summer camps like, I don't have PS4 yet. I only have PS3. That's not fair to my rats. I have Star subscription. Let's, let's be real. That guy's not very nice. And, yes. I, and he really deserves to be in our jail system. Yeah. I don't think he deserves sure. the Star's package. I'm no. Over really there. The they have nice furniture. They give him real wood. He really needs the cinder block. Um, whatever else. We'll, we'll check in with Adam. Okay. I like that guy. Uh, 1926 rolls around and legendary silent film star Rudolph Valentino uh, passes away. And as he passes away, he leaves a widow named Pola Negri. I love his movies, by the way. Uh, Tree, uh, Bush, Mime. Automobile. Yes. Uh, Island. I like water. the sequel to Bush. Winded Bush. Winded Bush. Yeah. That's how I just used to name yeah. movies back then. Rudolph Valentino. Oh, wow. What a guy. He did it. He showed but so much he was emotion. Yeah, before everyone else, I guess. The first one, really, right? He was but, able to cry silently. with his eyes, which was coined uh, by a famous newspaper writer, Dinger Boy Boy. Dinger Boy Boy? <laughs> yeah, and he's alive <laughs> to this day, telling the story. Now, continue, Cody, before I <sighs> go insane, because it's really gotcha. late. So, <laughs> with the utmost confidence, he he, he like strides right into Polo Negri's um, hotel room. And he just lies and he says, Rudy would have wanted me to take care of you, my dear. I'm his secret doctor, by the way. You haven't heard of me, but he would want me to have taken care of you. And by the way, she's like a hysterical mess right now. So she's just like in mourning. He's like, I'm taking care of you now. And she's like, why not? Have you ever been with a loud mouth? That's hot. I like that. Man, Say things louder. I've been with a guy in a relationship for the past 35 years who hasn't said a goddamn word. <laughs> it's weird Any, like that. Anything. Please, honey, talk to me dirty. Just say anything, please. 
Did you see what they put in the uh, the newspaper? No. I didn't. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> so, as her, her personal physician, he gave press conferences on her current health, and he kind of like ran the PR for her. So he was just like the guy that would like you know issue a statement to like various news outlets and be like, "She's in stable, but uh, like compromised." Like state of mind right now. She's she'll safe. be she'll be still like hanging out with her OnlyFans on Tuesday though. So get in there. Mm. Yeah, so and, a lot of a lot of well, those Only Girls, I, from what I understand, are also in a constant state of hysteria. But I, I mean, that's hearsay. Yeah, they don't get doctors. No, I guess though. true. They don't get free con man doctors coming in and fucking they probably do. Up. Um, while he's there, he also establishes a faith healing clinic in uh, the late Valentino's house. Just because that's what uh, the widow Pola Negri wanted is weird. <laughs> so during this entire like posing as a uh, private physician, he doesn't accept any money. So when he was outed, they couldn't bust him on any money. of the harder stuff. He's just like, oh, he's just pretending. What a sicko! I'd be doing it for that money. What the fuck? You'd g- you'd go to jail then, Mike. Back then, they were fucking they were fucking dumb as shit. Back then, if you just borrow the whole time. Then it's fine. Oh, you know, I need sand grants. Oh, you want me to pick up a pack? Go to North I'll Dakota, just disappear. I'll, I'll, you know, you buy, I'll fly. So that's how you me. live. Imagine that's a how bartering Chris criminal. Died. A bartering criminal. Bartering criminal. Right. Well, like, you have to give me your best thing for my shittiest yeah. Uh, item. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're killing like me. You'll kill me. All right, yeah, yeah, sure. Here's an old Nathan's hot dog I found in the street. Oh, Please it's split in the diamond. middle. I can't have it. Can't, can't have it. Split in the middle. <laughs> Continue. It's not a snapper. You're gonna, you guys are gonna like this part. 1933 dog. rolls around. We got World War II, you know, unfolding and shitting itself everywhere. No, it's in 1933. Yeah, Did you say 1943 or in the 33? 33, but it's around the corner. There's America's not in it yet. As they said, the famous World War II movie, just around the riverbed. I remember that. coming just around the riverbed. Let's go ask the tree what to do with our friends. Let's go ask the sexy raccoon. Is Hitler coming? I thought it was 1939. What gives? Sexy raccoon. Okay. Anyway, he, our boy Stanley, because he's such a good imposter, opens an acting school, believe it or not. Who are the clientele? Men that want to dodge the draft. Nice. That was pretty rare back then, though, dog. That's true. But the thing is, our boy sees a need for like some acting Juilliard chops to uh, be blessed upon these draft dodgers. And his specialty is teaching men how to act mentally handicapped and or deaf. Uh, That's his school. I I should teach that. Yeah, Mike, you should open a business, dude. Don't even think. Yeah. Don't it's even think idea. that that sounds pretty smart, Mike. You don't even have to think. Mm-hmm. Just keep repeating that. <laughs> Just show up. You're right. You're doing great. A plus. Make sure to be there in the morning. There's no A's. Only B's. <laughs> only actual live B's. Yeah, only live B's <laughs> released into your studio. It makes you want to act more, so you don't yeah, get yeah. stung. Yeah. yeah. You think you you think you can act mentally handicapped with, with like bees oh, around yeah. your mind? I'd pay to I see could. that. Yeah, and then you just take away yeah. the bees, and you've got it. All I gotta do is fucking turn my ankles in, fucking ninety degrees, fucking pigeon toed. Okay, just start talking. 
<laughs> yeah, and release the beast. <laughs> your usual, your usual, that's usual talk. Speech and then, patterns. Yeah, right yeah. There we go. Just talk about Dogecoin. <laughs> yeah, not, that's that's too smart. I'll start talking about fucking lizard people and fucking third eyelids. All right. Well, come on. That's a low blow. Okay, Cody, continue. <laughs> so, if these guys couldn't, you know, cut the mustard with their their acting chops, um, your boy Stanley would offer. Uh, how should I say this? a premium method acting course where he would just inflict head damage on you so you wouldn't have to pretend. Shit. Totally worth it. Wait, what? So, yeah, method he'd take acting? a spike and like shove it in your ear and give it a few whacks. And if that didn't mentally handicap you, you'd be deaf. Oh, so you so wouldn't have to act mentally handicapped or deaf. I think you'd you just have to be, be it. I think you have to be mentally handicapped to sign up for that class. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That- <laughs> yeah, that's what they need to show the, the MPs. Be like, sir, young boy, you're drafted. Yeah, I, don't I get- signed up for this class, though. <laughs> yeah, what the- that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> ah, we don't want you. Lieutenant, get this retard out of here. <laughs> he done sign up for acting school. <laughs> See, Uncle Sam wants soldiers that can hear and like think coherently. So if you pretend to not be that... They don't ask you to join the fight, Mike. But he's doing, he's actually hurting them, though, your ears and shit. Yeah, but he's keeping them alive. Are you fucking kidding? He'll do it for them? I, I like, get the fuck out of here. If they can't act and they agree to it, he'll, he'll whack you in the head with a spike and either make you brain damaged or deaf. And then you don't have to, like, hopefully deaf and not brain damaged. And then you don't have to fight and, and possibly lose your life. Most people see this as their life on the line, Mike. But then is your so, life. Uh, Bye. You just your life and your brain is scrambled then. You can't do shit. He's just nailing people's heads. He's going, it's a gift to be safe. I mean, shit, you overseas. To be free. Mike, you don't need your ears to fuck. Yeah, but you need your brain. That's true. Did you I'm hear saying, him? But just well, you right. could probably fuck without a brain, but you won't remember what you're doing. Well, you don't always want to remember sometimes. That is true. <laughs> do you think that uh, but Billy Bob Thornton uh, took that class for his sling blade role. Oh, Angelina Jolie. That's the results. Oh, my he goodness. Just, he, he got Angelina Jolie. He, he fucked Angelina Jolie. That's the fuck, he, I, he won the game. He imagine imagine her. Are they cousins? Imagine her taking a money shot from him. Like She got the boom. tattoo. You see her tattoo? Says yeah, Billy Bob. Bob. Dra- yeah. He is handsome. He is like He's <laughs> like a gym teacher. He's like. He's gym teacher handsome. I think I'm going to take this French fried potato home. Oh, that's... Hey, sometimes it's all about personality, I guess. I guess he's got to get that southern accent. Yeah, he is really a charmer. Uh, Cody, please uh, wrap this goddamn episode up. <laughs> it's getting there. Uh, his next uh, imposture was a news reporter that reported for the Ir- Irwin News Service. And, I heard of them. You know, he fakes his credentials. And then from there, a door gets opened. He is approached by a Thai delegation. Uh, to uh, fill the job for press officer, um, and this 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 job comes with the sweet perks, aka uh, all the diplomatic immunity goodness. So it's just like, hey, you'll be a diplomat. You'll work for us. Diplomatic immunity for like whatever you know country you're in, and you get to tell people what's up. You can park in front of people's driveways. No sweat. Good, we won't yeah. even tell the car. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was just like, that sounds sweet, but that might fuck with my citizenship. So he like goes to like. Like, he goes to quote-unquote Johnny Law and Uncle oh. Sam, and he's just like, hey, would this scam fuck with my citizenship? And Uncle Sam's like, wait, what are you doing right now? And he gets busted for that just because he was so worried about lo- losing his uh, citizenship. citizenship? So he had a sweet thing lined up, and he, uh, he got himself. too paranoid and, uh, you know, 
fat fingered, like got too chatty in his like correspondence with uh, the U.S. government. This Ooh, is again. this guy. I, I I just got throw out there. He's the most charming autistic person I've ever heard of in my entire life. I see him as me, Cody. Very you're not that nar- charming. Narcissistic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now you you're not, not. You're not a devoid of charm, means. but you're just. You're just not like. I think you're charming. Hanging though. out with the Princess Fatima's charming. I think you do. I'm, I'm trying to work there. You I could get there. It's possible. Sapphire nostril ladies in my life. Yeah, dude. All Very right, so hot. let's wrap this up. Um, he takes a step down just because he likes to think, and he's just like, hey, let's let's do some less high-profile things. And he actually gets a real job as a greeter at a store called Dinty Moore's. Oh, oh Dinty old Dinty Moore's. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Stew time. That's stew some time. good eating. Yo, oh, did so like, do soup? I didn't know, I didn't know what this is. Run me down, more, Mike? No, what the fuck is Dinty? Really? Is I feel like, like that's right up your alley, like dude. Cracker Barrel or some shit? Oh, no, 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 Mike. Uh, Travis is absolutely right. Mike, fill him in, What Travis. is this? So so yeah. Dinty Moore is the hot, like the original Hot Pocket. It's in a can. It's terrible stew. You eat it anywhere. I used to eat it when I camped. Uh, so it's like Chef Boyardee. No. Ah, not you, can, you, can, you can eat it no matter when. It's got real up. meat chunks in it, maybe. So you have to heat yeah. I mean, you can. You could heat. You don't have to eat a hot pocket. It was one of the original canned stews, and I believe it came from um, a facility. Of it, it was the before Cracker Barrel started having fun and games and diarrhea and lawn chairs and rocking chairs that you could. Buy. I love the peg games. Peg yeah, games. Yeah, see, peg, this was yeah. Cracker Barrel, but just the diarrhea, right? And you, uh, and you, you, you could eat it under a bridge if you're a hobolo. You make a little fire of raccoon skins, <laughs> and you heat up your dinty more. And yeah, there you go. So dinty more is a true classic. It's an American institution, possibly not from America, but I just know. Google look, it. We're gonna see the can. I'm gonna get you a can for next time. Yeah, get you a can like, for next. Wow. Week, okay. Right? Is he gonna eat it on the show? He might. We can make him. Ten G's. Put your face on a microphone. If you could yeah, talk I, on the mic for an entire episode without us telling you. Oh, I have beef, beef stew. Dinty Moore. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Cody, please. So he's this greeter at Dinty Moore's, and then he's like, oh, this is actually too high stress. Um, I would like to, and then he he pursues this line of work as a night manager at a uh, local no-tell motel. <laughs> so he's just like, I don't want to talk to no one while I'm, like, you know, scheming plots and plotting my schemes. Right now. Right. And now that he's working in this shady nighttime job in New York, Tom, how about you ask me how he died? Oh, how does our good friend of many names and one mustache die? Did I he really die? Real name. Yeah, me too. I keep forgetting his name. <laughs> you guys forgot his name already? Well, it's just that's, that's funny. Name, that's really funny. Uh, I want to spoil it. You guys should know by now. Oh, <laughs> good one. Yeah, good right. one. Okay. That's Continue, smooth. Cody. It's always so, some variation yeah. of. Stanley Clifford Wyman. I knew that. He uses Sir sometimes. He sometimes leaves the E out of his name, but it's always sometimes. Sometimes it's Weinberg, his actual I liked, first name. I liked when his name was Royal Starship. I liked when it uh, was. Yeah, uh, Royal Saint Chris Sir Benoit. was one of his aliases. Good alias. <laughs> yeah, Mike was a fan of his Chris Benoit fans. I guess that's how he dies. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> uh, so, August 1962, gunmen burst into the late night uh, motel attempting to empty the register and our boy Stanley committed his last impersonation. He pretended he was some kind of bulletproof comic Uh. hero and rushed the (laughs) robber that had the gun in his hand fatally shot over and over and over again, dying at age 70 rest rest. I'm going to say it rest in peace. 
Rest in peace on this one. Is he a good person? Greece. Wow. Yeah, so I don't 70 know. years old. Sounds like a he's just like an actor. Yeah. I don't hate this guy. I think he's a special boy, but uh the responding CSI uh detective said, I've known about this man's past record for years. He did a lot of things in, in the course of his life, but what he did this time was brave. Brave. Noble. Brave. Brave. Disney. Brave. So is he was he fat right before he died? I don't know. Like what is He that? was seventy, he might have had a paunch on him. Okay. I feel like we all get po- like requisite paunches in we like get, the mid. We get brave as we get, get older. Stronger yeah. as get older. Yeah. You turn into a small so, Scottish girl when you're older. Your, your dick is bigger <laughs> when you're older too. That's true for some of us. Metamorphosis is a bitch. So there you have him, Stanley Clifford Wyman, or slight variations thereof. He impersonated a bunch of doctors, naval officers, army officers, lawyers before becoming a real lawyer and a United. Nations expert in Balkan and Asian affairs. I left that one out because it was dry as fuck. Well, he was he sent to jail on 13 occasions, you know, during his adulthood and uh, spent one third of his life behind bars. One third of his adult life behind bars. Cody, I'm just going to say real fucking nice leaving out his Asian part. Well, that would be yeah. a discrimination. Yeah. If he did talk. And the Balkans. You know. What do you have against Slavs, dude? What does the world have against Slavs is, is, is the bigger question. All I'm going to say is you got to fake it till you make it. Yeah. So, wise words. Yes. He was quoted in saying, I have lived many lives and I was never bored. Um, history looks back at his unique biography and posits um, he had the bipolar disorder, which stopped him from saying no to the crazy thoughts in his head. That's like, you should impersonate a naval officer. Like, doctors think we all have those, like, fleeting impulses, but, like, the neurotypical brain can just say like, no, that's absurd. I'd get in trouble where our boy Stanley's brain was just like, no, just do it. Just, just do it. See what happened. Mike, I have cool, a little bit it. of that myself. I know firsthand. I mean, I have been there. I have made many bad decisions. One night I was laying in bed and I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> and then I did it. Now you have two. Yeah, got, and now I, I have, have two, two of them. Tom. I'm a feel? psychopath. And I told totally, you stage of vu from Tom right there. Yeah, this guy is it Weinman or Wyman? I I can't really uh Weinberg birth name. He does W E Wyman. Wyman like with an E in there like for some and he actually y. drops the he drops the E for some other ones. So okay. Like Weeman. So my confusion is more than warranted because this guy is basically a thief. He's a he's an identity thief, yeah. Okay. So um Travis, you were just saying you like this guy. Yeah. Mike, do you think you could sell this guy your Dogecoin? Uh, talk on the Why mic. Why would he want to? God damn it. I mean, yeah, of course. I could sell him it, yeah. You could sell him some Dogecoin? I wouldn't. Oh, how, what? What? what, what, what? what how? What? Just I can't even talk right Great. now. I'm pretty. He is, Mike's falling asleep on the couch. We're so bored. Why, why can't I? I could definitely. Yeah. How how could you hate someone that worked for Dinty Moore Stew? Yeah, right? I actually looks good as fuck. I'd but eat that. He quit. He's a he's a dinty quitter. Yeah, well, that's why he died. Well, he didn't right take any quitting. shit, you know. He's he, a dinty less. He was. He's an American hero. We should fucking salute him. Yeah, he, he was, was twenty one guns saluted earlier. Twenty one comes. You give another twenty two shot salute, dude. That's well, okay, how- so there's four of us. That means we each go five times, and Mike has to go an extra six to get to twenty one. I like yeah. shooting guns. I'm all about it. Exactly. It's like shooting cannons. It's like shooting howitzers, Mike. The hell's a howitzer? Don't you play You'll CSGO? Know. How's that? You'll know when you're older. How is Sarah? What the fuck is It's a gun. It's a gun to shoot people with. 
All right. So that was a good boy. <laughs> Thank well, you. Er. Thanks for research, Cody. You take yeah, I always out. like doing my imposter con man, like slippery boys. So this was a good addition to the uh, it, RMC catalog, I believe. You yeah, sure he wasn't schizophrenic? Bipolar, Mike. Bipolar. Uh. So if you're bipolar, you can go to roastmortem. Cast. Oh no! If you're not bipolar, it's you can do that too. Yeah, you can we follow us on all of our things. It's all roast mortem cast, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and oh, was that a slur? No, tw- oh, Twitter, oh god. Twitter. And uh, what's the other one we do? TikTok. Oh, uh, Pornhub. Pornhub. Yeah. You know, I just realized uh, we we have a, like a few ratings up there. Go rate us on iTunes. I noticed yeah. that both of my podcasts, I have terrible reviews from the same person. It's obviously a fake name. So shout out to one of my exes. It's I me. guess they're still thinking about me. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Honestly, I'm fine with the negative re- review. Hey, it's, at least it's a review. It's just yeah. weird that iTunes is the only one where you get review. But do that. Sign up for Tim Cook's penis. and Rate us on iTunes. Yeah. That's how that works. Pod- Apple yeah. Podcasts. I not even call it that anymore. No, no. If you want to hear more about these real con men, go sign up for platforms run by fake con men like Tim Cook. Yeah. And Mark Zucky. And whoever owns Spotify. Oh, uh, yeah. like Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. The guy, yeah, he's bald and he's just like, he knows what no he's one should about. make money anymore. Just us. That's what he said. It's a quote. Anyway, thanks very much. For Diamond listening. hands only. Diamond hands only. Yeah. That's right. Uh, can I have money, please?